Just a content warning for this episode, it does discuss mental health and feelings of anxiety and depression, and it might be upsetting for some listeners currently. So if it's not the right time for you to listen, feel free to skip and come back and listen at another date. If you are needing support, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 4636. Welcome to Let's Talk Period, the podcast for people who want all things real, raw, and reputable, where we smash stigmas and break down taboos. I'm your host, Isabella Gosling, and we will jump into today's episode in a moment. But first, I want to chat all about the latest thing that I am offering for the LTP fam. This came about as a result of a lot of you wanting extra support and lots of feedback and I'm really excited to now be offering one-on-one mentoring. So this is for people who aren't really sure where to turn to. Maybe you're feeling drained, you're feeling let down, you want answers, you're sick of guessing and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on different health professionals but you're not really sure like what goals you're trying to achieve or what you're actually wanting to focus on and change. So You're wanting to get a hold of those symptoms that you're living with and you want to start enjoying life again and get that control back so you can be thriving with a chronic illness instead of just surviving. So I'm here to offer you six weeks of unlimited support and just be your chronic illness BFF. So I'm here to support, encourage and cheer you on whilst we break down what's going on for you. We create a plan with actionable steps so you can feel confident and empowered when it comes to managing your endo, your adeno, or your PCOS. So included is six weeks of weekly mentoring on Zoom, so six 60-minute calls. It's also voice notes and message support via WhatsApp. I create an action plan, strategies, goals, and focuses for our time together that is tailored to you and you can take that into everyday life once our mentoring time is finished. You also get access to resources and PDFs and also access to the LTP practitioner directory for life. So all of the incredible health professionals around Australia who are tailored to people with chronic illness and know what living with a chronic illness is like because they work with these people every single day so they are going to be supportive for you so there are only two mentoring spots left for the moment and I'm currently running it at a very reduced rate because it's the first time I'm offering this service so this is a chance for you to get that really intense amazing support at a really reduced discount that won't be available again So if you're interested in mentoring and you want more info, you can head to my website, letstalkperiod.com.au forward slash mentoring, or send me a DM on Instagram and we can chat more. Okay, now for today's episode. 
Today's episode is all about mental health and chronic illness and I think this is a huge topic because living with a chronic illness can be incredibly hard. If you're living with endo, adeno or PCOS, it's just an extra challenge and so mental health is something that is so important and it's often it's often ignored or swept under the rug or avoided because it has a lot of shame and stigma around it and you don't want to be exacerbating already feeling crazy and so you might even avoid talking about it because you don't want people to think that you're crazy and so it's got a lot of shame and stigma shrouded around it already but it's so important to bring awareness and light to because it's something that almost everyone if not everyone in their life at some point experiences negatively and they have that struggle so especially if you're someone who is living with a chronic illness that's even more of a it's even more prevalent because you've got a lot going on there's illness there's pain there's appointments there's so much and so having negative experiences with your mental health is so more than likely and I'm just here to say that it is completely okay and that you are able to go and get support without shame or judgment and you can go and get that help so you can be in a place that is better and more focused for where you need to be and you can reset and go from there because when you're in that really negative headspace, trying to do anything just makes everything that much more harder. So I myself have really struggled with anxiety and at some points depression. I still currently have anxiety. Um, I think that's sort of just like a lifelong thing that I'm managing, but it's definitely been worse at points like at the start of my journey where I had no idea what was going on and I would get really anxious before going to a doctor's appointment because I would worry about what's going to happen at the appointment. Is the doctor going to listen to me? What if they don't listen to me? What am I going to do then? I don't have any other options next. What do I do? And so I would get all anxious before appointments because I'd be worried about what was going to happen. And I'd also worry that they might think I'm crazy, um, which is a common thing for a lot of us that worry about thinking you're crazy. And then not only that, but also worrying about doing things to cause that pain flare up when I had no idea what was wrong with me. So I would get anxious about going to the gym because I knew if I went to the gym, I would potentially end up in quite a bit of pain. And then I'd be in the bathroom under the shower lying on the floor or I'd be worried about having sex, for example, because I knew that it was going to cause a lot of pain. And so I'd automatically be feeling anxious and stressed. And so there's just a lot of things that can cause anxiety. And I was really struggling with that for a, a bit of time before I knew what was going on. And it's also can be really, it can also be really isolating and having those really negative sad feelings like going through depression which I didn't even really know that that's what I was experiencing back then but when you come to the other side of that and you've worked through it you know like wow that was a really dark time and it was horrible because I would feel worthless I'd feel alone I felt crazy I felt like nobody was listening to me and I thought am I making this up am I actually going insane because 
I thought, is this all in my head? And maybe I'm just making this all up. And people had started to like not reinforce that, but they were suggesting that that could actually be a possibility. Like, are you sure you're not just making this up for attention? And all of those horrible sayings, but that just exacerbated my feelings that I was already starting to feel. And coupled with that, like I was in bed all the time because I couldn't do anything when my endo was really bad, but I didn't even know that I had endo. I was just in bed in pain all the time. I was bleeding so much. I had no idea what to do and I couldn't do simple tasks without being bent over in pain. So then I just started having these horrible feelings of worthlessness and low self-esteem and really not worthy. And it was just horrific. And you just question yourself and it's just really not a nice place to be. And I, my heart goes out to anybody who is currently in that situation because I know exactly how you feel. I have been there. And if you are feeling like that, like, please reach out to me because, you know, no one should have to go through that alone. And Uh, Like I said at the top of the episode, there is support and help available for you through Lifeline and Beyond Blue. So please don't continue to accept that and just sit with those feelings. Do something about them. So there's also like the other side of it when you do get that diagnosis and you feel that initial relief. Like when I got diagnosed with endo and adeno finally, I just had this like whole just sigh of relief like wow you're not crazy and you feel validated and it's like yes I knew I was right and even though people questioned me and people thought I was crazy I thought I was crazy you get that relief and that validation of yes there is something wrong with me it's not all in my head and so there's that stage where you're like feeling all the good things about relief and confirmed diagnosis but then you're also feeling like almost a grief process at the same time because there is something wrong with your body and there's all these like feelings and thoughts and hopes and goals and aspirations and things that maybe you feel like you're not able to do anymore because you've been diagnosed with this illness and then there's like this denial or ignoring period where you're like well no I've had the surgery I'm fine now I don't I don't need any further help. And you just try to ignore what's going on. And like, I know that's what I did for a bit. I was just like, look, I've had the surgery. I don't want to be defined by this. I've had, I've had it. I'm fine now. Like, let me just move on with my life. And then obviously that didn't work because just because you've had surgery doesn't make everything better because I was still dealing with chronic pelvic pain And then I was just incredibly angry that I was living like this and that I had this illness and that I was the one who had to have endo and adeno. And I was just really angry. I was angry at others who didn't have endo and adeno because they were, you know, not dealing with what I was dealing with. They weren't spending hundreds of dollars at appointments. They weren't worrying about money because they had enough money because they weren't spending it on surgery. They weren't spending it on acupuncture appointments. And so there was all of these feelings of anger anger, and 
not wanting to do treatments because I shouldn't have to live like this, I thought, and like I shouldn't have to spend my money on this because it's not fair. Other people don't have to do that. Why should I have to? Other people don't have to take medication to feel better. Why should I? And so then I just went through this whole process of like non-compliance or like ignoring again and like not wanting to be a part of the chronic illness space because I didn't want to be a part of it and that didn't work either spoiler alert like ignoring it and not wanting to spend money on your health because other people don't have to doesn't make your health better um and so I then came back to the acceptance phase and it was a lot of work through a lot of talking a lot of journaling a lot of chatting with friends and being part of the chronic illness endo and adeno community of what other people were doing to get to that stage, but accepting it and actually embracing it. And if you told me at 14 that this is what I would be doing now on this podcast, I just would have never, ever believed you. So I'm really grateful that I went through all of that and that I'm now able to help other people so they don't feel so alone And I can hopefully help them go through all of their stages of grief when they get their diagnosis. But yeah, like I've said a little bit throughout the episode, you aren't alone and it's really, really important to get help because you can have those horrible feelings of worthlessness and that really low self-esteem and just not wanting to be here potentially because, you know, you're in so much pain. And that's something that's often talked about. And it's been seen recently, there's been people who have, you know, ended their life because of the pain they're experiencing from their chronic illness. And it's just not okay that that's a reality because of delays to diagnosis and things like that. So there is help. So please, please take take it up. You can talk with that psychologist or counselor and find someone who specializes in chronic illness or chronic pain because they get it. And you might not click with the first psychologist you see. I saw four different or five different psychologists before I found someone who I really liked. And like, I didn't see all five for like a long period of time. I saw them for like a couple of sessions and I thought, look, no, they're not really clicking for me. And then I finally found the person who worked really well and um, they listened, they sort of got it. And so you've got to find that right fit for you. Or maybe you're wanting to see a counsellor instead and that's completely cool too. Again, try and find somebody who knows that chronic pain or uh, chronic illness space because they just have that much more empathy to you. And especially if you're living in Australia, We have our mental health plan option available. So that's 10 sessions funded by Medicare bulk build. And because of COVID, they've extended that to a further 10 sessions. So that's 20 sessions bulk build, um, which is just amazing. And like, obviously it would be great if there was more available, but 20 sessions is pretty good. Like that could almost get you through a whole year, depending on how often you're going. And then another thing that's really helped me has been medication and there's a lot of stigma about this, but I started taking anti-anxiety medication in 2020. Um, I think I'd managed a lot on my own. I'd been seeing a psychologist and I was just having a really 
bad period of anxiety. I think, you know, COVID hit, everything sort of changed and it was a lot to cope with. And then also having illnesses on top of it, just like really exacerbated everything. And so I made the decision to go on anti-anxiety medication after not wanting to do it for quite a long time because I felt like, you know, there was this shame or that I'd lost this sort of battle because I was going on and giving in to taking medication. But it's actually been so helpful for me. And uh, if you are worried about taking it, obviously chat with your GP first, chat with your specialist. But it's been, you know, such a game changer for me and I am a big advocate of it. So that's another option. Also, just talking with people who have chronic illnesses. So they get it. They are there to be a listening ear. They are so empathetic. They get what you're going through. They've been there. They've probably had the same feelings that you're feeling. So the, find your community. Honestly, people with endoadeno and PCOS, it is the best community, honestly. And I always say this, worst condition, best people, like worst club, best people, because literally being a part of the club sucks, but the people in the club are absolutely the best. So if you're looking for like-minded people, like we have the Let's Talk period community on Facebook, you can just search that or it's in the show notes or just send me a DM and I'm happy to chat with you as well. Just talking with other people and venting to people who get it just can really, really help and just make you feel validated and less alone. And then also another thing that I've found really helpful has been journaling, which I've mentioned before. And that's why I created the free resource that I did for the Let's Talk period community. So I'll link that in the show notes again for everybody. But just like journaling with a chronic illness. So things that have like helped me have been writing my feelings down. And I know it sounds like lame and but it's really helpful because you can sort of process things and work through things and come up with solutions and pros and cons and work through problems. So that's why I created that resource and it's got different prompts and things that can help you. So, um, or different, different sentence starters or topics for different, um, feelings you might be having at different points, but that's completely free and just something that I created based on what helped, helped me. But, Yeah, so that's a little bit on my journey with mental health, I guess, and things that would help you guys, I hope, things that have helped me in the past, and just mental health and chronic illness, because it really is a hard time going through a chronic illness, and then your brain fighting against you as well makes it even harder. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you have other strategies that you use to help your mental health when living with a chronic illness, I would love to hear them. Jump into the Facebook group and you can write a little post, or if you don't feel comfortable, send me a DM on Instagram at Let's Talk Period AU. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Other than that, I will be back in your ears on Wednesday with a brand new episode and it's a lovely in-conversation episode that I cannot wait to share. If you do want to support the show in the meantime, though, you can follow if you're listening on Apple or Spotify and leave a rating and review on Apple. You could also just share this episode to your socials, so share it with your Instagram fam. And 
even share it with a friend or a family member, anyone who you think might enjoy this episode or help them a little bit. Let's Talk Period is an independent podcast, so it really just means the world when you do share the episodes and you share that you enjoyed them because it's just me working along on all of this. And so I really appreciate any support that you guys can give to the show. Other than that, like I said, I'll be back in your ears on Wednesday. Let's Talk Period is produced for educational purposes and the information, recommendations and topics talked about do not constitute medical advice or take into consideration your personal circumstances or medical history.